another Monday. Time flies, time flies. Uh, welcome to this week's edition of the Talkative A's. I am your host. I think, I don't know if I'm supposed to keep introducing myself every time we do this, but just in case somebody's listening for the first time, my name is Nicoletta. And yeah, this is my podcast. I talk about possible, not even possible, things that have triggered me and maybe trigger other people. Uh, in mental health, things that make me panic, give me manic attacks, uh, things that once led me into depression and so on. And uh, I give not professional advice, but just advice from how I handle my own situation. And yeah, that's basically what this is about. But with time, we will bring on a professional to say something or two, bringing other people to tell their stories and we'll keep going. So today I decided to talk about emotional manipulation. Uh, it was uh, an idea. It's, it was part of the things I had lined up for content to talk about. But uh, last week, someone texted me and they were like, uh, I'd like you to talk about this because it's something I'm going through and I try to convince myself that I'm okay or I'm handling it but maybe when I hear it from someone else it will actually dawn on me that maybe I do need to get help and so on so uh, I decided to do a basic google search on what emotional manipulation is and uh, one of the things I picked out was emotional manipulation Emotional manipulation occurs when a person tries to gain power or control by using sneaky, deceptive tactics to change the thinking, behavior, or perceptions of their victims. So, uh, I'll start by telling a two brief stories on how emotional manipulation works or has worked. So, uh, I also want to, to say that the few stories I do tell are either about me or if they're about somebody else, I did get consent to talk about this. So, uh, but I don't mention names, but if it's about me, I obviously will say it's about me. So I know this guy who was in this relationship with this girl and they dated for a couple years, I think two, two years. Yeah. They dated for about two years and excuse me, throughout this relationship, these like this guy had invested so much yet and I'm, I'm not talking about monetary investment he invested feelings he invested time he he literally went all out and this person that he was seeing just used to take him for a ride if it wasn't her way it was no way at all she would use abusive language towards him she would embarrass him and she did all these things that literally just bruised this person's ego and when they tried to talk to friends about it, most times he would get uh, mocked or laughed at that he was letting a girl walk all over him and so on and so forth. Then this person slipped into depression and they just, they were really low, they became suicidal and they just started to really lose it. People wondered how a girl had so much power over a guy he's supposed to be macho he's supposed to be masculine about everything he's not supposed to show emotion but 
people tend to forget that we're human and we're wired in a particular way and when you avail yourself wholly to someone when you give yourself fully to someone and all they really do is step on you and crush you it doesn't help especially when they manipulate you into maybe thinking everything is your fault you're the one with the problem and when this person attempted the suicide everybody was shocked like is it that serious like do you really like this girl people don't understand first of all that it takes a lot to be open it could be to a partner it could be to a friend it could be to a family member it takes a lot and for people to start to use your weaknesses against you it's a lot then second story is about a person uh, i know who lost her parents and she used to live with uh, a different family member and these people would use the fact that she lives with them to make her life miserable like they literally made it known to this person like this is not your parents house we can treat you like trash we can say anything we want to you we can we can just it will treat you and it's fine and you know what you don't have to complain because we're doing you a favor by you living here which is very unfair because i'd like to think if you don't want to take in somebody just don't take them in at all don't take them in and make them feel bad about their situation because now a person start to starts to ask themselves if if they deserve to be in that position or whether it was their fault that maybe they lost their parents or maybe that they don't live with their parents and you know often some of us live in homes where maybe we see our parents or our guardians mistreating a particular person some of us have friends that are either ill treated by people they live with or people they're dating you know these things are all around us and one thing we don't realize it is is it's really a heavy load to carry especially when the person that's hurting you is maybe not even maybe in most cases someone you really love and you really can't do anything about it whereby it even goes to an extent where maybe you you you're breathing annoys this person like okay no should i die and you be at peace you know what i mean you start to ask yourself all these questions in a home setup i know of situations where maybe you're being taken care of and uh let's say you're not a biological child and their biological child maybe breaks a glass and they get the easy way out maybe just don't do that again and so on but then even maybe wasala ba folk from sotsela pa table and you get told all these things eh tawakwa tamano eh useless and honestly i'll never really understand why people do that but i really wish they knew that what they do really hurts like really hurts us really hurts the person they're doing that to and in 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 instances of in instances of relationships you find that you don't say we will under sorry even when it's not your fault you have an argument this person you're dating god kwata kofeka behavior kanan kasako behavior you're always the one apologizing someone says hi to you innocently pamo bakukadipile what what taumfa ya watch what and you're apologizing it could be something as simple as maybe wamunwina mufemuri kafanta eh shan you don't respect me eh like And you know you're always apologizing. Why some of you know sorry and I'm sorry like it's always no I'm sorry no I'm sorry. Like okay, what are you apologizing about? You can't apologize for being human to an extent. If you're wrong, yes, I I agree that you should apologize. But 
when it's not your fault. And then, you know, the thing is we become so vulnerable to these people because it's like, we feel like we're really not, not to an extent. Sometimes we do really need these people in, in instance, if it's family, and maybe you don't need them, but it's just, it's very hard to, to be yourself, you know? So number one, you're always being beaten for things that you didn't do. You're always being cursed out for things that you didn't do. If you're in this relation, and then worse off, there are those people that are in situations where both their partner, so, you know, in your head, you're now holding on to this abusive partner because you feel like that the one person that can save you from what's going on at home. And it's just making you also worse. Your mental health is just declining. And because, yeah, we don't talk about mental health enough. We're just there. While you constant headaches, you cry yourself to sleep. And sometimes even just the sadness becomes so normal, you think you are happy. Like I've been in that place before where you're just like, ah, you know what? Even this, Even though this person doesn't treat me okay, at least they're there and you become comfortable. You know what? I'm happy they're there. Why am I really happy? Like, okay, why am I really happy? Because this person treats me just as bad as the last person. You become so comfortable in a situation that's not supposed to be like that. And we start to make excuses for the people that treat us wrong, which shouldn't be the case. If there's nothing that can be done about it, Stop pushing yourself to do something about it. Because again, it's really hard to maybe get help while still being in the same bubble. So maybe start getting that help. Do your own thing. If you are doing school, do school, graduate, you live in peace. I don't know. I know most of us usually have that notion saying, hello, the day that I'm living in Kashani, like just, you know, the more, the the older I've gotten and the more therapy I've gone into, I've learned the art of forgiving without the apology. Like, because sometimes you really feel like, okay, then I'll get the urge. But you would be so shocked at how that story will never come. And you start to hurt yourself at the end of the day. Because you always be waiting. Because the instances, even like in the house setup, where maybe you're being ill-treated or you're being shamed or whatever, and then today, maybe last night, last night, back shout, hey, you're useless, hey, you're what, you're what, you're what. And the following morning, they will be so good to you. And you're there like, what just happened? And sometimes, you buy yourself, shine, you know, go to the saloon, do what, do what. And you're just there like, but we went from this to, and in your head, you're there like, when are they going to apologize? They will never apologize. They just expect you to switch like them. Today, when they're yelling at you, you're sad. Tomorrow, when they're happy, you're supposed to be happy as well. And that's the thing they don't realize. They don't realize that it's emotionally draining. Whereby, even when you're not wrong, they want to convince you you are wrong. 
And then now you start to question yourself. Like, am I really this much of a burden or am I that bad of a person? Sometimes it even gets to a point where you ask, am I a curse? Like, okay, am I, am I a curse to these people? Why do they treat me like this? Like, why are they so mad at having me? They have the choice to chase me or to break up with me, but they still hold on to me and they torment me. And you just don't know. And sometimes you don't even know why we stay if it's in a relationship. We honestly don't know. Like, Again, someone else. Okay, so why are you still with them? I love him. I love her. <sighs> why do you love them? Well, and sometimes, most most times, it's always the same answer. They're the only ones that get me. No, they're the only ones that get that side of you that they created. That's why they can easily toy with you. They're the only ones that know how to manipulate you so well into you thinking they love you. And that's why when they threaten to leave, you tend to feel very vulnerable because this person molds you to being some sort of a puppet for them. When they pull, in, they pull you, they pull you, so now you just, you're so afraid to just stand on your own two feet because you don't know what to expect. The fear of the unknown. I often have that, especially like just in my general life, whereby I have an idea and I really want to try it out, but I just can't try it out because I don't know what to expect. It was the same with the podcast. I think I was supposed to start this podcast in June, July, but I kept postponing. And every time my mother would step on my neck and say, why aren't you doing this? Like, what if... Nobody ever listens. What if nobody ever likes it? And my mother once said, you never know if you'll try. That's number one. And number two, you're not doing it for everybody. The few people that will listen will pick it up. The few people that will like it will like it. You know what you're doing it for. Do it. So, you know, even when you sit there and you're saying, I really need to get help. Maybe you do realize you need to get help. I need to leave this person. I need to get help. Or, okay, so I'm still in this house for the next couple of years. But you know what? I need to get help because I need to start standing on my two feet and not let them ruin me emotionally. Because they go about... The thing about people that that toy with us is they go about living their lives. It's the same with an abuser, especially if they're not reported or nothing. They go about living their life like nothing ever happened. They are at peace. Okay, I don't know if they're at peace, but anyway, they look like they're at peace. And sometimes their life goes so well. And you, you're there maybe, like, you're, you're sulking, you're hurting, you have these flashbacks, you're depressed, you have anxiety attacks. Even while you were really oppressed, and I, I swear to you, it is painful. But you need to get to a place where you realize, as long as you're still around these people, to a large extent, they'll always want to press you. So now you have to understand that you need to get to a point where you just keep going. If you're doing therapy, slowly but surely, because it's, it's really hard in the beginning. If, you're be, if you've been put on treatment, slowly but surely. But you keep telling yourself, I'm doing this for me. Because at the end of the day, they'll continue to oppress you if you allow them. If it's your partner and you don't let go, they continue to have this hold over you. 
and they drag you. Then when they're done dragging you, they just leave you and now you just don't, you won't know where to start from. Sometimes it's very hard to pick up if you're the one like Bakusha. Sometimes it's even, it's hard, but it's easier to pick yourself up when you decide because you've told yourself and maybe you've been preparing yourself for the next six months. Okay, by the, by the time, by December, I'm, I'm done with this behavior. So you've been sort of preparing yourself mentally. So even when you're breaking, you keep telling yourself, I did this for myself. I did this for myself. It's the same with a home concept. You start to, I always tell people that, that, that talk to me and stuff like that, like on different issues in life. I'm like, when you're being advised or you're being yelled at, become like a safer, a thief. You take in what you need. What you don't, it, it remains in those to my cause. And you toss it away. You just do you. You just do you. Because at the end of the day, sometimes these people just want to break you so that you're forever dependent on them. Because they know when you soar, you do so well, probably you'd be twice, three times far better than them. And sometimes they see that you have it also better than they do. So they don't want that. They don't want to see you shine. So the next best thing is, you know what? I have a, an upper hand on this person. I will bruise you, I will break you, I will torment you. But you need to get to a point where you say it is enough. It hurts. I know to an extent I'm dependent on you, but you know what? I'm starting to depend on myself for me. I'm done. Yes, you, you take care of me. And you know what? I'll never take that away from you. Mulansunga, you shelter me, Mulandisha. I love you to that extent. But I will study. I will pray if you pray. I will do my therapy. I will work hard. And I will leave your place in peace. I will I will leave your place. And sometimes, you know, they really want to get a reaction out of you. Like people genuinely want to get a reaction out of you so that they can say, he, she, she disrespected me. He disrespected me. She did this. He did that. So I feel like as you start to take your life back, as you start to fall, to put your puzzle pieces into place, sometimes you just, sometimes you know what, this doesn't need a reaction. And then they'll continue pressing. Even if you've kept your peace, even maybe when they were to take, if they were to take the issue to the next person, and maybe that next person is only like, okay, did, why are you so upset? Did they answer back? No, they didn't. So what did you want? You know what I mean? It's time to take back our peace. It's time to build ourselves for ourselves. We owe it to ourselves. If the people around us don't want to water us, they don't see our gardens worthy enough to water. Let let God rain on us. Let life rain on us. Let we should water ourselves and just let our gardens bloom. That's all I had for today. Talk a talk area. <laughs> I am your host and.
fight the loud mouth. I talk a lot. I love to talk. Talking is what I do. It's my favorite thing to do. My name is Nicoletta, the professional venter. And as the podcast grows, I'm sure we'll bring in guests, we'll bring in professional helpers. We talk about all things mental health, triggers, help. Where do we get help? Who do we call?